Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. Rolling along on this uh, busy day. It's actually been kind of fun doing this today, you know, reminiscing, telling the stories. Nobody's angry. You know, that's a change. Yeah, I'm not yelling at people and telling them to shut up or they're dumb. All right, well, let's uh, let's continue with that theme with <laughs> uh, with the stories and then looking back. Uh, as promised, we are pleased to be joined right now by Demetrius Nichols, played for Jim Beheim from 03 to 07. Uh, D-Nick, so sorry to keep you waiting, but we, we do appreciate you coming on. How are you today? I'm doing well, man. I'm glad, uh, glad to be here. It's a good time to catch up and, you know, see how you guys are doing, man. So I guess let's let's start with uh, when you learned of the news yesterday. We talked with Brandon Trish earlier. He's over in Dubai. Uh, the, the news broke when he was sleeping. What, what's your story? When did you find out Coach was done? So uh, I found out, well, honestly, I, I personally kind of had an idea of his past couple of you know, uh, post-game interviews that he was getting close. Obviously, he didn't say it, you know, like a like you know, like a normal coach would say it. But you could just tell that, you know, the time was coming. It was just a matter of time and when he's going, when he was going to say it. But I was on the phone with, with my wife, and um, you know, she was on social media, and it popped up on her social media. And I, and I was also talking to one of my mentors uh, that that taught me at Syracuse University. And she also said something like, oh, did you hear the news? So I'm like, I have no idea what's going on because at the same time, I'm on my way to our basketball game because we had a game last night. So a lot of stuff is going on. So I found out on the phone with my wife. And, uh, and then once I went on social media, I didn't know how true it was because you know how sometimes social media can put things out there that may not be true. So uh, once it was official, um, you know, from you guys, you know, I was able to be like, all right, it's true. So uh, it's pretty cool, though. Maybe you could give us a story. How did you end up at Syracuse in your first interaction with Coach Beheim? Well, I, you know, Mike Hopkins recruited me. Um, it was out of me and this other guy named Keon Clark from out of Brooklyn. Troy Weaver was recruiting him. And we both went up, we both came up for a game, and they were both looking at us. Um, I think I was the first option. Keon Clark was the second option. And um, obviously, I fell in love with the dome. I fell in love with the people, the coaching staff, the players. And I automatically, um, you know, committed, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, my first interaction with Beheim, you know, he said, you know, nothing's going to be easy. You know, everything's going to be earned. And I was used to that, you know, like me starting to play basketball at a late age. I started playing basketball at 12 years old. So I had to kind of learn things faster than a normal guy because I had to catch up with others. And, you know, just from that day on, you know, he told me things are not going to be easy and I'm going to have to earn everything. And, 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 and every word that he said was true because, you know, my journey, you know, from being the last guy on the bench to leading the Big East and scoring by my senior year, you know, everything was earned. And, uh, but I appreciate the, the, the tough love, um, the encouragement um, that he showed me. 
Take us through that uh, that journey because, as you said, it was not like you walked in the door and uh, everything was handed to you, and you're you know you're dropping fifteen a night as a freshman. Uh, first two years here uh, were were a struggle for you, and I you know having gotten to know you over the years, I, I know that you were you were considering maybe going somewhere else because it was it was hard, and and you didn't. Uh, take us through that. Why did you stick it out at Syracuse? What was it about this place, this coach, this program that uh, that you just kept working hard until you were able to find success here? Well, you know what? It's easy to always, you know, like it's easy to just say, I'm going to give up and go somewhere else. It's easy to do that. It's easy to point the finger at somebody else and say that it's your fault that I'm not playing well or that you're not playing me. So instead of pointing the finger, you know, I had some good people around me. Obviously, Mike Hopkins was a good influence. Um, but Doc Clinton at the time, was a good influence. Uh, he comes around the team all the time. And also, obviously, Jim Beheim at the time. You know, you know, at the end of the day, we all have to make a decision. And I couldn't look myself in the mirror knowing that I would have gave it up, you know, not giving a hard effort or at least trying to say, you know what, at least I can look myself in the mirror and say, if it doesn't work out, I know I tried my best. And I always better myself. Um, and I just wanted to take that chance. But you know, you're playing for a Hall of Fame coach, you know, that has that had so much success, that knows what he's talking about, that knows, that has seen all different type of different type of players. And I think for me, I had to figure out what does this guy want me to do? And once I figured that out, I had to make sure that I that I did that to the best of my ability. And that was to rebound in the zone and make open shots. Don't turn over the ball. And, and 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 those are some of the things that I worked on, not in the game, but in practice. So my practice habits translated to the game. And then once that happened, everything became a little bit easier for me. You know, with Adrian Autry coming in, you, you got to work with the coaching staff. What do you think of that hire and what is he like as a coach? I mean, I think it is a great, a great choice. Uh, I'm excited for him. I think he deserves it. I think uh, he's, I mean, he's a great coach. He's one of the best recruiters in the country. I think Syracuse could have made a better choice. Uh, I'm excited to see what he brings, uh, his philosophy, his understanding to the game. And uh, I'm very, very happy that uh, Syracuse University decided to keep it in the family. So, but I'm excited that, that uh, you know, that he is, you know, that, that uh, he has, has uh, uh, that he has passed the torch and uh, he's able to, you know, you know, bring bring something new, bring something, you know, that the city is, you know, uh, desperately wanting. You, you know, we've heard about these these two sides of Jim Beheim, right? The and you experience the side as a player where he's hard on you, he pushes you. Um, you know, those of us in the media, we've we've experienced. Uh, you know, Jim Beheim can be can be tough on the media sometimes as well. Um, but there is that other side to him, right? And, you know, Matt Park was talking about uh, Gene Waldron last night about, you know, Gene said, I, I was at a time in my life I needed something and Coach was there for me. Can you speak to that other side, uh, Demetrius, that maybe we don't see, um, you know, we're not privy to seeing on a regular basis, that other side of Jim Beheim that, you know, he would do anything for his his, his players? Uh, Jim Beheim has the biggest heart, or one of the biggest hearts that I've ever been around. Uh, he has helped me tremendously on and off the basketball court, uh, I think we talk way more now that I'm not a player. <laughs> now that I'm a grown man with kids and family, 
you know, uh, we talk a, a lot more now, but, you know, he's just been an inspiration. He's been, uh, uh, you know, he's always been, you know, a shoulder that you could, you know, a person you can talk to for advice because he's seen it all, you know, uh, you know, like, like I always think about, he always tells me, oh, well, you should have went overseas earlier. You would have been a millionaire by now. And I think about that all the time. Now that I'm older, I realize, you know what? Maybe I should have went overseas first thing out of college. Maybe I would have had about $10 million in the bank right now, you know, but you know, he's, he's, uh, he's always been welcoming for me and my family. You know, my daughter always talks about him all the time. And, uh, whenever we're at the house, you know, he always plays with my daughter. He, he's, he has one of the biggest hearts and some people don't really understand that because all they see is those two hours that he's on the court coaching or the post game interviews. That's only 10, 15 minutes where, you know, you know, tensions are high and he has to be able to control his emotions while, you know, so while the media could be asking him certain questions that, that he may or may not want to answer. And he has to be able to control that. So, I mean, but for the most part, for me personally, and, and everybody has their own opinion about Coach Behan, but, you know, and, and I always say this is that he's helped me with the job that I have now. When I was a basketball player and when I played overseas, I, like, I knew going into the season, like, I have to play well. I have to do well. I can't let nobody take my spot because in the back of my mind, I hear his voice. Like you got to come to work every single day and you out and you always have something to prove. And that's how I live my life now. And I don't know where I would be if I didn't have that mentality instilled in me at a young age. Wow. Uh, very well said. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, it, it, I, I know your time is precious. Thanks for finding some time for us. Uh, great catching sure. up with you, uh, Demetrius. Be well and uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. All the best to your family. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Go Cuse. All right. Uh, the great Demetrius Nichols. And with that, we'll hit a timeout. 315-437-7644. Back after this on ESPN Radio.